What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sheepke Sheared Podcast. Here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I welcome you into the show. We're going to be hopping into some popular culture issues today. We're going to be talking about an issue that if you if you were if you were in college or you are in college right now, oh, you're going to love the show today. We're going to be talking about affirmative action and what it's doing to not only to education, but what it's doing and why it's an issue. Because there's apparently a court, a case before the Supreme Court. They're going to be hearing it from both the private and the public side. And this conversation, in my opinion, is long overdue. This conversation's been happening since the late 60s, early 70s. And there are multiple different angles you can really look at this issue. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be looking at multiple different angles to see who's right, who's wrong, what's in, what's out of bounds. And more importantly, we're going to, I'm going to present you with information and I want you to make your own decision and on where you stand. And maybe, who knows, maybe you'll learn something today you didn't know before. But before we get started, I appreciate everybody's patience. I was on vacation for the last couple of days visiting some family who are in a different part of the state. And for those of you who listen to my audio podcasts, I actually did some, I call them open road rants because I'm literally just driving down, driving down the one-on-one here in California. And I like to comment on the stuff I see. If any, if you're the same kind of weird as me, you will be listening to a song or a podcast or sometimes even a video game soundtrack of all things. And then you'll just have a train of thought. And you're like, whoa. What's going on? This this is really good. And then I'll just start I'll just turn on my like my voice memos on my phone and then I'll just start talking. So if you I put out three of those if you can believe it, because I had three different topics that just came into my head and normally I'll hash it out with myself in my car because it helps me kind of mull things over and I understand it a little more. So if you want to hear any of those, if you <laughs> find that kind of stuff interesting and you like hearing me talk. You can head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from, and just look up the Sheep Get Sheared um, audio podcast, and you'll find them. I'd post them on YouTube, but it's kind of weird with the files and everything. I didn't use a camera, so it can get a little weird and whatnot. So uh, just look, I'd go over there, and I'll see if I can convert them, but I just put them up there. Bam, 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 because I figured, hey, you know what? Maybe somebody will be impacted by this, because if I can impact just one person listening to the show, then I think I'll have done my job, and I think everything will have been worth it. So, that's what I've been doing over the last couple days. And what led to this topic really coming home to roost for me, so to speak, is my uncle's an educator. He's been doing it for much longer than I've been alive, And he kind of brought up how it's affected his school, how it's affected his career, and all this kind of stuff. And he had a very interesting take on it. So I got to really mull it over with him and see what he thought about it. And, you know, you ever see things from a totally different angle that you really never thought about before? Or as an outsider, you get the perspective of an insider and you get to see it from a perspective that you probably never would have been able to have before. Well, that's what I got to do over the over the weekend and the beginning of this week. So that was really nice. But I really want to bring up why this is a big issue. Hold on, let me 
I'm going to share the screen here. So, when it comes to Collins and Missions Affirmative Action, most people have a vague idea of what it is. They're not completely sure. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to bring up the statistics. We're going to bring uh, Numbers don't lie. Now, the people who give the numbers can lie, but the numbers itself does not lie. And that's why I like to deal with numbers and less of the humanities and all that kind of stuff because it can get really it can get all swampy and murky and I try to try to stay away from that because numbers are superior in my opinion so before we get started though before I start to mull over this which I've only read part of it because I want to make sure there wasn't anything that was gonna get me a straight banned off of YouTube but I want you to know if you have any contradicting opinions you have any facts maybe that i didn't address throughout the show today feel free to leave it in the comment section or if you're listening on audio or you're watching on video you can hit me up on twitter at austin creed and direct any of your comments concerns criticisms whatever you have i'm more than happy to listen to it so without further ado just if you do go on twitter you want please don't ask me where i live please don't ask me Oh, uh, where are you from? I'm not going to answer your question, okay? It's not that I don't like you. It's that I don't know you, and you could be the best person ever and be giving me free cookies, or you could be someone who's trying to stuff me in your van, and um, you know, or you could work for the government. I'll never hear from you, and I'll never hear from anybody again. So, as long as we don't have to deal with that, we're all good. But let's hop in here. It says affirmative action statistics for college for college admissions. Now, according to bestcolleges.com, fair use to them, uh, they say while students favor diversity in college campuses, nearly 75% of Americans oppose using race as a factor in college admissions. Learn about affirmative action statistics in in the Supreme Court cases in the following report. Okay, good. See, that right there is eye-opening. 75% of Americans oppose using race as a factor in college admissions. That's interesting, isn't it? You would think that with so many people opposing it, it wouldn't be around. But here's where it gets really, here's the rub. Here's my question. For those of you who are not familiar with affirmative action, or maybe you are in favor. Maybe you're part of the 25% of Americans who who are not in opposition to it. Why? Why do you support it? I want to know. I want to know why you support it, because I think it's something that... The title of the show today is going to be Affirmative Action is not only is it racist, but it's deceitful discrimination because they'd have you believe that it's diverse and and inclusive in nature. However, I'm going to propose to you today that using diversity, they really mean discrimination. And by inclusion, you're inherently excluding people. And by people, I mean mostly whites and Asians, mostly. Here's the summary. Here are some of the data summaries that they have listed. It says colleges and universities began to consider race as a factor in admissions in the late 1960s to diversify student bodies. Now, admittedly, again, I don't like the word diversify. I think there should be diversity of thought, but you don't need diversity of of necessarily everything to get diversity of thought. You can get diversity of backgrounds, but still be qualified and not have to lower the bar, which I'll get more into in a second. As of 2022, not that long ago, nine states have banned affirmative action, while other states 
reversing Texas or failing to pass Colorado the measures. Okay, cool. And t again, in 2022, nearly three in four. So they say 74, three in four is 75% of people in the U.S. said that race or ethnicity should not, I repeat, should not be considered in college admissions. Why do you think people are opposed to using race or ethnicity as a principle of admission? I can tell you what I think, and I will as time goes on, but I want to hear what you have to say on the matter. What do you think? Let's keep going. In a recent Pew Research Center survey, they said more black respondents supported affirmative action as opposed to the white survey respondents. Even so, the majority of black respondents did not did not support affirmative action. Look at that. Even the majority of black respondents who, in this article, will go on to say are the ones who are benefiting the most from it, say that they don't like it. Why, why would they say that? Well, I can tell you what I think. I know I have a theory as to why they don't like it. Because you can't have equality if, they're, if not everybody is of the same quality. You get what I'm saying? No? Okay, cool. I'll, uh, I'll expand on that. Let me put it to you like this. Let's say, hypothetically, you go to one of the lower institutes of lower living. In other words, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, you know, the prestige schools, okay? Let's say you go there, right? And you know that it's very rigorous, very difficult to get in, hard to maintain your good grades, and you have to bust your behind both in the classroom, in your club, in the community, and you got to really push yourself to even have a chance, right? That's good. That's the way it should be. Because you have to earn stuff, right? Well, let's say then everybody had to reach these really high standards again in the school, right? Well, then you know that anybody who also got into that school, like you, had to work hard and that they deserved to be there. You would never, ever assume, oh, this person's here because of this reason. Oh, that person's here because of that reason. Or, oh, I know why this person got in. No, you would never assume that because you knew that it didn't matter what background they came from. You knew that everybody had to equally bust their behind to get into that school, right? That's called having the same quality of individuals. Everybody had to work hard to get there, right? Okay, good. So why then would we do something along the lines of affirmative action? Because affirmative action says we need X amount of percentage of from, the, let's say we need Oh, I don't know, 20% of whites, 20% of blacks, 20% Hispanic, 20% Asian. Like, I'm just giving you very basic numbers here, okay? Let's just say we need, everybody needs to be equally represented, right? Well, not everybody's equally represented as in with the numbers. Like, there are more people who are white than there are people who, who are black, as there are more Asians or there are people who are Hispanics. So by definition, already, if you're white, you're at a disadvantage. Or if you're Asian, you're at a disadvantage. Already, you're at a disadvantage. But then add on to that, oh, you know what? On top of the fact that you already have a very high representation rate, add to that the fact that now we're not going to say, you know what? Maybe you're a white Democrat and there's a white Republican. We're just going to say, oh, you know what? We're not talking about diversity of thought. We're talking about diversity as in what you look like. Not what you stand for, not any of that. That's actually counting against you now. Affirmative action says that if you're black or if you're Hispanic, 
you're inherently at a disadvantage and you need someone else to come help you because you can't do it yourself. You know how insulting that is? You know how insulting that is to be told that, oh, you're black, so therefore you can't do it yourself. You need the government to help you. How insulting is that? How insulting is it to say, you know what? Oh, oh, you, you're black. Oh, you must be poor. You know what? We're going to help you. Or, oh, you're white and you're rich, so uh, you don't need any help. In fact, we're going to penalize you. Or, you know what? You're Asian and maybe your family's new here. But you know what? You're too smart. And you know what? In the new America, it's not fair that you're so smart and that you worked really hard and that your parents pushed you. You know what? In fact, not only are we going to ignore that, we're going to penalize you for working hard. How's that? How does that sound? We're going to penalize you for working hard. We're going to penalize you for sacrificing. And we're going to penalize you for being Asian. How's that? Does that sound fair to anybody out there? Well, apparently, according to them, it's very fair. I think it's not. I think people who work should be receiving equal to what they put in. How's that? I think that's fair. In 2020, the average black to white student graduation rate gap at the top dozen public universities without affirmative action was 10.1%. The average gap at the top dozen public universities with affirmative action is now 6%. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Let's keep reading this article. I, I want to really read this. At the end of October, anti-affirmative action group Students for Fair Admissions made its case against Harvard and against the University of North Carolina to the U.S. Supreme Court regarding the constitutionality of race-based college admissions, also known as affirmative action. The student, it's like the best college survey data indicates that most students believe racial and ethnic diversity improves their learning environment. And they cite the number of 59% of people agree with this. And I don't disagree with this, by the way. I want, I think everybody should be represented, but not as just, we need these numbers. No, no, no. That's not the point. The point is it should be this way because everybody's equally working hard and everybody equally pulls themselves out of the mud and gets to the top. Let me ask you something. If you're black or even if you're of any race or identify with any racial group, let me ask you something. Is it anybody's fault that the so that they cite the Hispanics and blacks are not getting into the colleges as much? Is that the white man's fault? Is that my fault as a white man? Is that someone else's fault who's Asian? Is that their fault? Well, if you use the logic of affirmative action, it is because we're too smart or we're too gifted. And then how dare you? You must, it must be because of your race. And so therefore we're going to penalize you. We're going to push you down to bring someone else up. Make no mistake about it. That's exactly what happens. I remember back, what was it? Five years ago now when I was applying to colleges before I joined the military and everything else. I remember when I was still in high school and I was applying to colleges, I wanted to go to Cal Poly. That's where my, my parents went, where a lot of my friends were going to go. That's where I wanted to go. Well, it turns out that they weren't accepting any more white applicants. I saw this on the website. They said they weren't accepting any more white applicants. And I said, what? I busted my behind. I played sports. I played. I was a team captain of my sport in high school. And yet I can't get in because of my race. Does that sound fair to anybody out there? I, I don't think so. 
why why does that why is that okay why is it okay to say to somebody oh you know what your race is the issue you could be black and we let you in but because you're white or because you're asian we're gonna not let you in why do you think someone like Elizabeth Warren got where she is? It's because she identified as Native American. I guarantee you she hadn't done that. She wouldn't have gotten as far as she has. You can quote me on that if you want. Oh, boy. You see, okay, let's look at the origin point of affirmative action. Affirmative action is higher education... And higher education was originally put in place during the civil rights movement to diversify student bodies that were already exclusive, almost exclusively white. Okay, so it starts like, sounds like it was started with good intent. Okay. In the late 1960s, colleges and universities began to consider race as a factor in admissions, giving extra consideration to underrepresented groups. In other words, they were shoveling people in there as much as they could because they were black or because they were Hispanic, but mostly black. Okay. Since its inception, affirmative action has been controversial. Oh, wow. No kidding. With both, with both sides arguing over its efficiency, fairness, and legality. Well, it's not legal, by the way, just so we're clear. If, it, if the Supreme Court rules against it, I know it's because they were pressured to do it. I know it's not legal. It's not legal. So if it's not, if it's illegal to say, oh, I'm not going to hire you because you're black or because you're white or because of anything else, why is it then legal to say, oh, because you're a student and I'm a university, I'm going to let you come here because of your race? What sense does that make? If you can't recruit somebody because of their race, if you can't discriminate against people because of their race, why are you allowing that discrimination based on students? That doesn't make sense, does it? Now... This is extremely disingenuous to me because look at this. It says it's banned in California, which is technically true. However, what they also fail to leave out is the fact that in the state, they no longer take the SATs or the ACT, which they did back in my day only four or five years ago. They allowed it because I get here's my theory. Now, when it comes to this theory, I guarantee you no one's going to ever be able to prove this. But if you follow the bouncing ball, if you have common sense, you'll see where my argument comes from. If standard, I, I remember back when I was in high school, some my friends were extremely smart. He got almost a, most of them got almost a perfect score on the ACT. They worked really hard. They got into, they got into good schools. My brother, my brother has like a 4.6. He's incredibly intelligent. He did theater, he played sports, he did a lot of things, and yet he did not get into any California schools. None. You heard me right. None. And he got a really good score in his SAT, which they did not consider, by the way. They don't consider it anymore. It's optional. Can no one follow the bouncing ball here? Because I looked it up, I, I think, let me, let, me, let me look at this. I think I found, um, where is it? Ah, here it is. In March of 2022, now this is from the Cal State website. In March of 2022, the, the CSU, the California State University Board of Trustees approved the removal of the SAT and the ACT standardized tests from the undergraduate admissions processes. The decision followed the nearly two years during the uh, the the pandemic when um, the when submitting these test scores was not required. Okay, 
was an extraneous circumstances, so I guess I can understand that. Let's keep going. The Okay, here it is. Here's a quote. The decision by the Board of Trustees aligns with the California State University's mission of access and our efforts to provide high-quality high quality college degrees for students of all backgrounds, said April Gramero, Assistant Vice Chancellor for Enrollment Management Services. No, so, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that, using, using what you just said, they removed it in order to provide more access and in alignment with their efforts to provide high quality college degrees for students of all backgrounds. So you're saying that with these tests, you couldn't do that. Is that what you're saying? You're saying that you couldn't give a high quality, quote unquote, high quality education to students of all backgrounds with these tests. Are, are, are any of you else are any, is anyone else out there seeing what I'm seeing? Do you hear what I'm hearing? They did it because they thought that it was unfair against black and Hispanic people. They weren't getting the numbers they wanted because they got rid of affirmative action. So what they did instead was, huh, here's where the Asians are really doing well. And here's where the whites are really doing well. And they're edging out the minorities. So what we're going to do is we're going to get rid of that test. That's what they said. That's what they did. That is what they are saying. Because if you said that you not, you're not able to, quote, provide a high-quality college degree education for students of all backgrounds with this test, you're basically saying that the blacks and Hispanics were too stupid to pass these tests to get admitted. That's what you're saying. I'm not saying that. That's what you're saying. Here's what she... I'll continue with what she said. We are eliminating a high-stakes test that can cause great stress on students and their families and do not and does not add any additional predictive value over high school GPA. The CSU being test free will better meet the needs of our future students. In other words, they just lowered the bar again so that they can keep their diversity up without it seeming like they are breaking the laws on affirmative action. That's what they're saying. Now, you may be sitting there and saying, well, Austin, they didn't say that, so you can't say that. Oh, uh, yeah, I can, actually. I used common sense. If you're saying you can't provide a high-quality college degree to students of all backgrounds because of this test, you're basically saying that there are people who can't pass these tests and are therefore excluded from getting this so-called high-quality college degree because of their background. That's what you're saying. If you break apart what she said, that is what she's suggesting, and that is what she is saying. But of course, if she said it the way I just said it, you'd be like, oh, I don't like that. That's kind of gross. Of course you'd say that. That's why she... Fr Anytime you see something that's posed in a positive way, you know they're trying to screw you over big time. Anytime that something is posed as a positive thing, you need to look at it for longer than five seconds and you'll quickly see that it's actually negative. It's not what you think it is. It's not what they want you to think it is. If they frame it as positive, you're not going to say, oh, you're going to say, oh, that's, well, that sounds wonderful. I like people of all backgrounds and I want people to have high quality education. So that's great. That sounds fantastic. You see, that's what you would think if you purely took them at their word of what they just said. But then when you peel it back like I did, you'll see what they actually said. They're saying that if you want a high quality college degree and if you have a certain background, you can't get it 
because apparently the test is inhibiting that. So therefore, we're going to get rid of the test. That's what you're saying. So that's why when you look at what this thing says of states that abandon affirmative action, what you're really saying is they're finding new avenues to get the same result because they're like, dang, they caught on to us. They knew what we were doing. So now we got to be more clever about it. We can't do it through the front door. We're going to do it through the back window. That's what they're saying. But of course they won't tell you that because if they tell you that, you're liable to look at the back window and see what's happening. That you're being robbed. Your future is being robbed. You're liable to see that you're being robbed if you look at the back window. But if you sit at the front door, nothing nothing happens at the front door. You think, oh, I'm safe. I'm good. No worries. Minus the, you know, the rustling in the back in the back room because they're entering in the back window, which is what they're doing in California. My friends, I don't take joy in telling this to you. I wish I could just say, hey, you know what? I love everybody and I want everybody to have an equal education and I want everybody, regardless of their background, their skin color shouldn't matter. They should have, be able to have a high quality education and have as many opportunities as possible because that is ideally what we would have but we don't live in a world like that. It's not true. It's just not reality. I wish it was, but it's not. So because of that, what are we supposed to do? Do we bend over backwards and do we lower the bar or do we provide opportunities for people to step up? Do we keep the bar high? Cause let me tell you something. If it's the, if they're so worried about people who are black or Hispanic, not being able to be represented in colleges, well, then you need to look at the education system, number one, and you also need to look at the family structures. Yes. Uh, single mother rate in the black community is rather high. The, But of course, I'm not going to go into expensive de- extensive detail on that because no matter how right I might be, my, the, the, uh, the lack of melanin in my skin will cause people to call me a racist when in fact I'm the farthest thing from it. I'm just someone who sees reality and I want to help. But most people don't want their problems solved. They just want someone. They don't want to fix their problem. They want someone to just, 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 just make it work. People don't want to take accountability. They want free stuff, which is very human, by the way. Most people will not do more than what they have to do to survive, and anything in addition to that, they'll gripe and complain as much as possible. And I don't blame the politicians, by the way, for giving people stuff for free or promising people the moon while not actually promising them anything. Because that's what there's that is what our system is designed to have them do. You're supposed I, I wish it wasn't the case, but it is now getting back to affirmative action. When you when you say that because you're white or because you're Asian, you should be suppressed to enable those who are black and Hispanic to rise. You're lowering the bar and you're insulting people who are black and Hispanic who are, didn't need affirmative action to get where they are. That's what you're saying. You are insulting them by saying that because they're black or Hispanic, they needed the government's help to get there. They didn't do it on their own, you know, grit and spit. They had to do it because of big daddy government. They needed uncle Sam to help them. Not, they needed themselves and their own determination to get somewhere, which I think is extremely offensive. And I think that's largely, that is why, if you look earlier at this article, why they say that a lot of people who are black even 
do not support affirmative action because they know that people will look at them differently on a college campus with affirmative action. They'll know that people who are potentially white or people who are potentially Asian will say, oh, they're black. They're here because they're black, not because they're smart, not because they earned it. But of course, they're not going to say that. They'll just insinuate it. They'll know it. It's happening. And even if they're here because they busted their behind, they had a 4.6 and they worked really hard. People are not going to assume that by default. And that inherently is what you're trying to avoid by using affirmative action. And that's why I think it's really stupid. It creates the very problem you're trying to get rid of, which is discrimination. You're trying to get rid of it and say that, you know what? Race doesn't matter. What matters is your hard work. And what God gave you between your ears. That's what's supposed to matter. And I agree with that. And yet they're saying that if you're of a certain racial background, that you need the government's help to get there. Not that you can do it yourself or that you're going to do it through sacrifice. You just need Uncle Sam, which I think is disgusting. Am I wrong? Does anybody disagree with anything I'm saying? If you do, please let me know where, I, where I'm wrong because I really don't see it. Because when you have policies like this, that is exactly why you then see so many of these cases where professors are said, oh, the, your class is racist, you're a racist, when they're not. It's just that's how they've gotten ahead their entire life. They've gotten ahead their entire life by screaming racism in a crowded nation. That's, that's what's happened. And then so why would they suddenly stop doing that now if it's worked for them their entire life? I mean, that's just common sense, right? If something's worked for you your entire life, and if you're told, hey, you're black, white people are trying to keep you down. Hey, you're white, you're inherently oppressive, you need to fix that. You're going to believe that, and you're going to act in accordance with that belief, even if it's false. You see that? My, does anyone agree? Anyone see what I'm talking about here? Anyways. I'll talk more about this when the Supreme Court really comes to a decision. Because I'm... I've, I've heard some things that Joe Biden has said, but I want to make sure that it's actually all fact. And when it is, I'll touch on it. But until that time comes, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, criticisms, hate, love, whatever, feel free to hit me up in the comment section or find me on Twitter at Austin Creed and we can discuss it. Or you can discuss it with other people in the community. But until next time, my friends, it's been Austin Creed, Sheep Get Cheered Podcast. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. We are out of here, and like I said, I'll touch on more on this later, and if you have anything you want to discuss, feel free to discuss it as much as you want, because I'm here for it. Peace.